Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 406. I can't believe I'm still here doing this, and that's not just of how long we've been doing it, just out of literally how much I drank last night at my annual Winterfest yeah. party. Yeah. So if you're out there looking for a liver, do not ask Tony. His is fucked. And if you find an extra one, don't look at me. Give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna need I've one. Done, I think I've done worse things to my body. Here's the thing, too, though. <clears throat> this. This is the most epic of times. I stay up. I go pretty much from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. 8 a.m. last last year. Didn't make it that far, but it's a it's a long, uh, fun night where we celebrate winter with our ice hockey rink and. Maybe that's why I didn't go. I don't want to celebrate winter. We only had a week of it, which was miraculously this week that we had where we could have the <laughs> festival party, and. That was a lot of fun. Next week will be I'll be just as bad, but it'll be day drinking at the annual West Michigan Beer Festival. Oh yes, 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 yes. So yes, yes, yes. I may be a yes. little uh, need help. Uh. <laughs> he may be a little need help. Yeah, that's a sign of what's to come, people. <laughs> <laughs> we brain damage already start. <laughs> oh, but in this uh, episode, I uh, talked about some Transformers and some Superman and some Batman. I reviewed Alienated, <coughs> number one, from Boom Studios. I reviewed Atomic Age, uh, uh, <laughs> volume one. I don't know. There's there's a lot to it. Yeah. I don't know if a review or a dramatic reading is the right description. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I interpreted. <laughs> a short retelling. <laughs> and then, uh, well, yeah, we talked about some... Movie stuff. Movie, mostly movies. I brought up some things that you guys talked about last week that I didn't get to be here to talk about. Yeah. So I am impressed you listened. I just assumed you wouldn't. Do you think next episode you're gonna you're gonna revisit that <laughs> the things we talked about the, oh, about when we talked about the you things did we bring up about? there was a loop again <laughs> in the last one. <laughs> maybe we put it out there too. Like if Anthony actually listens to this and says the secret code word, Tony is awesome. I'll give him five bucks. That's a mean thing to make somebody say. <laughs> Fuck you, Linz. I know you're always in my corner, but sometimes you're the worst. You should have done that at the end of the episode. Now it's just in the intro. He's like, I'm done. Great. Unbox <laughs> coming my way. <laughs> it's payday, Tony. What's up? What if I already record something at the end of the episode saying, but that was a red herring, yeah. and now you have to say this thing. For, for 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, stick around. It might be a, might be a real thing. But then... Now that he hears this intro, he's, he's going to go to the end, and then yeah. there I'm going to say, but it's in the middle. <laughs> so now he's just going to go oh, straight to the middle. Oh, this is like a choose your own adventure now. <laughs> Shh. Don't say that phrase. <laughs> that was <What>? the phrase. <laughs> so anyways, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast episode 406, Do Better. Jokingly, but it's terrible. It sucks. You're a terrible person. Well, okay, he has an excuse for not showing up to the party. Yeah, Lynn, I don't just... need an excuse. I did not want to go. <laughs> you did not want to support your friend. Did That's uh, how you are? Did um? Were you getting something out did of Mary the party? Up going? 
Did who? Mary. Mary. Your cousin, Mary? Oh, uh, no, she did not. Okay, I talked to her about it. So oh, fine. yeah. It was fun, though. I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, showed up like normal. Just not some of my closest friends that record Aww. in this room. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will say, though... <laughs> <laughs> I believed you at first. Sneaky. <laughs> have a summer party and I will come to that. Ooh, I'm, I'm slumber a, party is what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slumber party. I'll come to that. <laughs> no. I feel like I've heard her say that too. <laughs> we haven't recorded, so we can go back and feel like. And hear that I said summer, yes. Yeah. You are more than welcome to do that. Or I'm just going to insert that in there. Yeah. You said slumber now for me to then insert that. <laughs> Oh, I still haven't listened to you. Your cut up from from Groundhog's Day was it? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I, all I did was just put in at the end who won the Super Bowl. Whatever. I think it's funny. So. Oh yeah, I, I want to listen. It to was it. funny. When I, <laughs> I wanted to, to it. my ringtone or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yeah. I I've had my annual Winterfest party last night, which was probably the only day that it could have happened. Yeah, because now it's all melty. Yeah. I, I'm it so actually happy. worked out this year. Yes, it was awesome. We have a giant ice hockey rink in the backyard. I still don't know how the city hasn't shut you guys down yet. Yeah, what? <laughs> why would, why, Especially why? That, that, speakeasy, dude. that suicide thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Was that in full effect this year? Or did no, you guys shut it down after someone almost killed themselves last year? <laughs> yes. We don't speak of that. I'm going to find out how long it's been going on and like, backfine you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Now, what would you call it? An amusement attraction? Like, yeah, yeah they... it's just for looks. <laughs> amusement to look at. Amusing to look at. <laughs> no one ever rides. That's too dangerous, officer. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> what my dad said what when he made it. For? I don't have any idea. Sledding? <laughs> it's a ramp to fix the roof on the garage. Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes more sense. And then hired, the only way hired, to get down is to. He hired yeah, a wheelchair the... person to, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hired. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned the contract you have to sign to. Oh my right? god. To get your roof done after with a handicapped person. <laughs> please don't fall. Please In don't a fall, wheelchair. Constantly. No one ever has accommodated the wheelchair uh, roofers, but oh. my dad has. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. That's, sounds like a hilarious movie. That could happen. Yeah. So I've been uh, going through some things and kind of wanted since it was valentine's day you know kind of set the mood kind of like you know kind of be like if i was superman like i would have lois lane would have one of these in my my bedroom um it'd be green though salt crystal yeah, lamb be green he, did, he did listen to the podcast last week oh, what no i was just randomly <laughs> talking about a, a salt lamp crystal a salt an assault lamp, Tony? For Valentine's Day? An assault lamp? This lamp's the best lamp to throw at your significant other. She assaulted me. <laughs> I gave her the lamp, but she assaulted me. So I didn't know how I was going to reveal, because, of course, fuck you guys uh, for thinking I don't listen to those. Those are the ones that I do listen to, because I want to find out what you say about me. I don't know what you're talking about, because I didn't say anything bad at all about you. Right? Yeah, you're like, let's just say that whatever Tony brings up, we already talked about that last week. So then we I was did like, already talk about so that. Was, so then we I was, talked about this already. I was thinking of bringing up 
legit stuff that you guys actually did talk about last week. Do you have like notes or to, something? To make you uh, mental notes. Oh, mental <laughs> notes, yeah. yeah. So no, he has no, no notes. No, nothing at all. God, give me one thing. <laughs> I remember the <laughs> salt crystal, damn it. <laughs> that, was a, that, was... that was nothing. I don't even remember the salt crystal. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do. It was the, the kryptonite sex. Yeah. Between mm-hmm. Lois and... Yeah. That was a good conversation. Oh, you know what? The whole conversation that you guys had was pretty great. It made me realize maybe I need to be missing more often. Cause I think we said that after that's we were exactly, done. That's not exactly the, um, the way that no. things should go. I mean... Maybe if you leave the room for a bit, we'll have a great time, and you can come back in a minute. I think the podcast that we did for Groundhog's Day that weekend, that was... A lot of fun. So much fun. Mm-hmm. So we were all on point. And then we got this one. one for Valentine's Day. Eh. Mm, just super disappointing yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like most Valentine's Days. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a good Valentine's Day. That's fine. Nope, I've never had a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> Not one. In your entire life? I can't recall one good you one. You only remember that one time you got that Choo Choo Choose Me card when <laughs> okay. you were a kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's made your in whole your little, year. In your little shoe box that was decorated to to get all the Valentines that everyone's passing out. Okay, sure. I mean, those days we did get lots of lots of cards from everybody. I felt like that was forced, um, forced uh, social, um, you know. I still give out those things. You still what? Give out little cards. To who? I didn't get one. I didn't get a card, and I didn't get a candy. That's why we didn't come to your and party. And I didn't get a kiss. <laughs> because we heard you were handing out Valentine's Day cards. And I had and yours there at the party, sure and now did. they're still there. <laughs> See if you would have came, you would have gotten them. <laughs> it's a Valentine's Day anyway. It's a, it's a terrible holiday as much as... Uh, I mean, it's... I got my yeah, first, I got my first after, pedicure. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that you did. With I mean, I hope your feet weren't overly gnarly. No, no. I don't think so. Did the, she didn't look at your feet and go, no. "Oh, okay, get me the big chisel." <laughs> get the whole uh, grinder coming yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> to Just... catch a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yep. I'm your host Tony McKay with to catch a pedicure. <laughs> 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 your first ever, right? Yeah, first ever. Mm. Did you love it? Are you gonna get them more often? Yeah, and then I got this. Uh, yeah, he used to be a virgin. Wax thing. <laughs> get them all done. My feet are so soft and so nice. Oh, you got like the paraffin dip. Yeah, this yeah. is. Are you gonna show yeah. us, or do we get to touch them? I don't want... No, they're in they're nice, nice wool socks because okay. it's cold. It's not. It's not cold. It's still cold. Oh, it's not that cold. Please. When is this the last that I listened to you? You... <laughs> <laughs> you got a tone today. You sound bitter about the not going to Winterfest thing. It's okay. He'll forgive me. Yeah. When I keep showing up to do this podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs> like I have for the past, I don't know five years <laughs> so ghetto just saying just saying alright well Lindsay why don't you uh... talk about Sonic Lindsay nobody uses Let's my talk about Sonic. whole name on this mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm, 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 you want to talk about that yeah. first mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. okay well, it's fresh in my mind instead of starting with comics we'll start with a movie review I saw Sonic the Hedgehog I saw it too 
Charles saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Me and Anthony are seeing it this week. Okay. Well, Jim Carrey was amazing in it. He was full on like, like nineties age Jim Carrey, right? Mm. Like the Mask mm-hmm. and Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura, yeah, and Liar like, Liar, like Golden Age Jim Carrey, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was the best part of that whole movie. You, yeah, he was. He was. He was the best him. He yeah. could be at whatever age he's in. He is the Riddler from yeah, Batman. Sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely like a full on <laughs> comparison. I was not mad at the way Sonic looked. Thankfully, thankfully they fixed it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So he wasn't terrible looking. He was well, that's one of the main reasons the Sonic that we saw in the game. Yeah. yeah. Why, why, why I'm going to go human see it <laughs> is because of that change. Yeah. Like, I feel like we need to show Hollywood and everything. You fuck up, we're not going to see it. You actually try to fix your mistake. Yeah. All right, I should at least reward you so that they should know that we're behind them. The only thing I would say is, like, when you watch this movie, dear listeners, please remind yourself that it is a children's movie. Yeah. So it's not, like, don't expect... It's great for kids. ...a crazy, complicated plot mm-hmm. or, like, amazingly for written what, dialogue. For what it is, though, I mean... <laughs> It's still pretty fun, like, yeah. making sense of the rings, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys see Detective Pikachu? Yes. Mm-hmm. So how would you compare that to this as far as story? Hmm. Well, uh, it was that was simple as well. I mean, for kids, right? Yeah. It, well, for kids to, like, learn about it, right? And then see all these different... They fill it with all these uh, Pokemons. I feel like Detective Pikachu was maybe for slightly older children... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, like, I was in the theater with, like, five and six-year-olds. And I was looking around, and I was like, dude, these kids even know who Sonic is? Yeah, but they're learning right yes. now. And there's already a video game. Yep. Sega's, like, reintroducing <laughs> Sega Genesis. <laughs> Sega Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast? Yeah, that's the superior. Sega, the Dreamcast. Oh, well, either way. Yeah. <laughs> Sega. Um, Coffee? Tea? Sega! <laughs> <laughs> It was, but yeah, I was I was pleasantly uh, not disappointed. Pleasantly not disappointed. Yeah, I, I guess. feel like Jim Carrey at the end of each time they went to go shoot, he would just lay down right there on the ground from exhaustion. Yeah, yeah, he was he was he was very good. I, I, I miss I miss <laughs> that between people. It's just fun. I know I miss that I miss that Jim Carrey. A lot. Um, the uh, the the guy who does the voice for Sonic. Yep. Um, ben I really Mendelsohn. enjoyed like you know, it wasn't. It was everything seemed right. You yeah, know? yeah. It was, it was again. I'm not <laughs> looking for flaws. This is for kids. Right. Yeah. You have to. You have to keep it in perspective. And if you're looking to like disappear into the movie and just you know not think too much about it, that to- it totally does that. It lets you like just uh, immerse into the movie. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Gives you a story, a new story that you didn't have before. I was really hoping that some things would happen that, that didn't happen. But yeah. I'm not gonna bring that up. Uh, but until. Everyone is. But that ending movie. though, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, that was fun. I we walked out before the after credits mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because I didn't want to be trampled by children leaving the theater, and yeah. there were a lot of them. So I was like, I'm out of here before all of this leaves. Uh, so I missed the ending, but I know what it is. So, which is exciting. Tony, do you want to know what it is? I'm gonna go fucking see it. In a no, 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 no. Do you want to know what it is? Because I'll tell you what it is. Unless you give me five bucks. <laughs> He's extorted you. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm gonna tell you what it is. 
Hey, all I have to do is pause right now, and then I won't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, he'll still say it. It's the Rotten Tomato audience. Yeah. And it's, I guess, made the most for an opening weekend of a video game movie with 68 million. Ooh, the first video game movie, first successful video game movie that I could think of, like, as it is. Detective Pikachu, I mean, we're talking about that. I don't really know, uh, yeah, but I don't really know the, the... You know, I feel like Pokemon. I don't really know that. that <clears throat> I feel like Detective Pikachu was obviously based on the detective. Like literally, they just got the idea of the title from that game. But I don't think that it. Pikachu was a detective through it. Oh my god. Yeah, but I mean. But you, it was not. It was not a video game movie. What they do with the rules? They so. switch. It was they a put, Pokemon movie. They put me. a person into the body of a Pikachu. Right. Is that thing normal in the Pokemon universe? <laughs> No. Okay. So, okay. All right. (laughs) He looked so confused there for a second. Look at Pikachu, raised by wolves. They just didn't make up some (laughs) weird thing. Is that what's in the video game? That happened in the video game. (laughs) We're going to pause it now and have a real weird discussion right now. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) Wow. I can't believe... Those 40 years of playing that video game, we finally found the answer. Yeah, we really solved it. <laughs> we detectived it. <laughs> we Pikachu the hell out of it. Yep, yep, there it is. <laughs> so. um, yeah, anyways, successful. Yeah, yeah. Good, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't a giant smelly trash bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to disagree with your birds of prey. Why? Talk about things we talked about last time? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the things that I'm going to correct you guys uh, on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was nope. mismarketed well, so much. Yeah, you know that they, do. Do you hear with... that they've changed the name of it yeah, now? Yeah, that has nothing to do with what? the quality of the movie. Yeah, it, it was birds of prey and the... Emancipation of blah, 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 one, one Harley Quinn. Quinn which what? was the dumbest name and ever. And now it's just Harley Quinn. Quinn birds of prey. Colin. Colin, colon? colon? <laughs> no, Colin. <laughs> Harley Quinn, Colin, Birds of Prey. <laughs> I did you see it? You did not like it. Uh, I thought it was generic fun. bad guy. I. You and McGregor was not a generic bad guy. He fucking over the topped that shit. Uh, he he basically was the Joker. He was over the top, bonkers. I loved it in like a, just a weird you and McGregor sort of way. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, like I said, I I think. Oh, here's my thing. I love because I'm an adult seeing <laughs> R-rated movies because those are geared towards me. But again, I think DC and Hollywood as a whole keeps making a mistake. Yes, I would love all these movies to be R-rated, but to tell you the truth, then made a new Transformers movie. Why the fuck would that need to be rated R? Right. That is not the audience that reads those comic books. Sure. Um, Deadpool, yes, should be R. Mm-hmm. And they keep looking at that movie as the example of all these other movies should be R because it'll get people in the seats when... Who are the people that love Harley Quinn? Oh, my gosh. Teenage girls. No, They're I... the ones that are dressing up as her. They're the ones that are reading her comic. I think you're... They're the ones why they made her I a hero. I you're getting to the age where you don't know the difference between women in their 20s and teenage girls. Because okay. yeah, that's probably... it's mostly women in their <laughs> 20s. But you think they're teenagers because you're old now, Tony. 
No, this is me <laughs> looking at research of the demographics of people who are. That's what he calls looking at girls. Research. Mm. <laughs> do you go incognito? I don't just look at pictures. Do you go in- incognito tab when you look at these <laughs> demographics? <laughs> Let me see your search history. No, no, no. I cleared it just now. Harley Quinn and Batman. <laughs> oh, my God. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Yep. And then in comes Batman. <laughs> I don't think it needed to be in rated R. In comes Batman. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I liked the fact and that so they that were able to be And so that cut off a lot of younger people that could go see it. I mean, it didn't. I, I feel would, like um, I would have taken Connor to see that movie when he was thirteen. The Harley Quinn that was oh, in yeah, um, your Suicide Squad. No, I'm an excellent. And the Harley Quinn <laughs> in Birds of Prey wasn't the same Harley Quinn. Um, there was just too much of a difference. I watched uh, Suicide Squad right before I watched uh, yeah. Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. and there's a difference between the characters. Yeah. 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 That's the difference between a movie that was not written by and directed by and produced by a woman, and a movie that was written and directed and produced by a woman. And the attention paid to the actual female character's story and personality. Yeah, Suicide Squad was basically the origin story yeah. of, uh, of Harley Quinn. Yeah. And then this is the continuation of the, the character, right? This is her breakup this story. It's like Batman Returns. Like this is her rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harley Quinn, rebirth. Yep. Sorry about what we did a second ago. <laughs> Can we try that again? <laughs> Let's just remove the Joker factor, please. <laughs> and we're going independent woman, which is yep. fine. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's not a very good uh, it's not a very good role model for any girls at all. Yeah. I don't know. Be, be who you want to be. I don't right. know. Fuck. Yeah. There's something else that I was uh, <clears throat> reading about too, and I forget who uh, exactly they were talking about, but one of the characters within it just has the name but doesn't resemble Oh yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, fuck is her name? Yeah. That, like I said, I can't remember. Right, because in the comics, she's an assassin raised from ba- a baby mm-hmm. by Razogul in the League of Assassins, and she's not that. And this Gail Simone talked about <laughs> it. She's the she was creator of Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I disagreed with that. We I think we just like, landed on the fact that they should have just named it something different. Yeah. If yeah. you're gonna, yeah, or we're not gonna talk about if that you're gonna use a character, make them yeah. the character. <laughs> she can't swallow that diamond. She I then, be able to she that then also pooped out that diamond. Oh no 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 yeah. no no no! That did not have it either. Yeah, no way. Pooped it out. Oh my god. Pooped it. Pooped it out her butt. I'm sorry. You want to touch that diamond now? And then how about this? <laughs> Let's say you end up with the diamond, and you hear the story of the diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, this watch up my ass. <laughs> what <Forty> is? <laughs> <laughs> you found to give me the watch. <laughs> <laughs> Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to comics. Yes. I read Alienated from Boom Studios. Oh, I was almost going to read review that, but I didn't read it beforehand. So, uh, written by Simon Spurrier. Um, most of his books that I've read recently are very often fantasy driven. <clears throat> uh, the last one being The Spire, I believe, that I read. Uh, illustrated by Chris Wild Goose. What a fucking name. I love it. Uh, so this takes place in our world. It's not like a alien world or fantasy world or anything like that. <clears throat> With these characters all in high school, all named Sam of some sort. So there's like a Samuel, a Samantha, and a Samir. Mm-hmm. They're the three Sams. And I really like the way they introduce the characters because they basically show them all getting ready to go to high, to school in the morning and the 
different things they're dealing with on the way to school. Um, you know, typical teenage bullshit, late for the bus, bullies, that sort of stuff. Uh, one of them is like a masked YouTube guy that is like trying to call out the conspiracies of the world, which I thought was adorable because he's just a white kid in high school. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know what to do with my glands. <laughs> um, but they come across a thing in the woods hanging from a tree. Looks mm. like an egg. An egg? Okay. An egg. Like a big glowy, alien-y looking egg. <clears throat> and they go to touch it and all of a sudden all their eyes all turn all glowy and they're like in each other's minds. So they're seeing each other's thoughts. Uh-huh. And they do a really great splash page of like the images that are going on in, in their minds and them coming to terms with the fact that they're seeing each other's thoughts. <clears throat> And then, then it's over. But when they get to school, they realize that they can actually still hear each other in their minds. Mm -hmm. So they do a really great job throughout the book. They, they go through, like, each hour of school. And they're talking to each other throughout, like, in their minds. And they have it color-coded so you can keep track of who's... Who's talking. Yeah. Who's saying the words. Which I very much appreciated. Who's narrating. Yeah. yeah. That's a clever way of... Uh, of... Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. It was a great way to keep track. Um... And throughout the whole thing, they're dealing with this this very typical high school bully. You can tell he's just kind of like the white trashy kid who's probably really got a lot going on in his life, and that's why he's so mean to everybody else. <clears throat> and he he finds them in the woods after school, and they're going back to check on this thing. And they get into a fight, and the egg clearly is bonded with these three so it gets really upset that he they're being attacked by this bully mm -hmm. and uh comes to their rescue or comes, does something bad to the does yeah does something bad to the bully and there's a really great page the the, the page where it happens they ha he's just kind of like oh. dissolving into uh -huh. nothingness on the page mm. Yeah, but oh, the but, slow. but what slow I <laughs> I really liked is the three characters the way they're showing Horrified. the reaction. I mean, he's got tears streaming down his face. She looks like she's about to throw up. Mm -hmm. Like it's just such a great little detail to really connect you to the fact that um, they're not excited about this happening. What a reaction! Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it. It needs them for survival or something, maybe? I, I At the end of it, it said, after he disappears, the thing kind of speaks, I'm assuming, in their mind. And it's like, good? It, and it's good. like, oops. <laughs> yeah. I did good. I did good. And then it, at the very end, it, like, reveals itself. And I can only describe it as, like, I don't know if you guys remember those toys where you would have, like, Almost like a transformer, but it, they were like little rock monsters. That yeah, you would yes. rock, rock yes. lords you, from uh, Gobots. You would ball them up into little rocks, yeah. and then that's kind of what, so it looked like it kind of emerged out of this egg. But really, uh -huh. it was just that was it. The shape. It was as, all. Uh, it's protective in its like. It was all crunched shell. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it was. It's it's interesting. I I mean, this is a common thing that's happening right now. The the group of kids, teenagers, whatever, coming across something out of this world or science created mm -hmm. or something like that. And not just like one that. of them, but 
like a, a group of them. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can see like the relationship and the different ways of thinking about things. Right. right? And befriending you know, reactions. Befriending it. One of them is going to be a villain. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, and so I'm wondering because of like, I don't know if this is going to be one of those tales where they find and bond with this thing who's actually evil mm-hmm. and doing all this bad stuff to think and it thinks it's helping them. Or if this is going to be one of those feel good tales where they find the like an ET sort of thing, right? Where they find that they're protecting it from the government and teaching uh, it how to be in on Earth and stuff like that. So I don't know which way this is gonna go. Good. Did I do good? That was horrific, though. I know. You got a you got an idea of how it's gonna go, and yeah. these kids get dissolved in front of them, and one's gonna throw up, one's crying. They're just like, what is? Yeah. And it's all like, did you like what I did <laughs> I to did your good, friend? Right? Yeah. You guys like that? Is I that, saved you. Is I that what you guys you. meant when you said help? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I helped. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was definitely an interesting story. Watching him dissolve like that. It's in, an in interesting first, way the for them to bit. do it too. The way it's like his face starts to he does not he's not exploding and he didn't just <clears throat> poof into thin and air and he's sitting there looking at he looking at his hand it looks uh, you can't is it painful you think it, it looks like portals opening up in his body Ugh. like it's just a really interesting art style but i i enjoyed it it was fun it's very he went away. on trend yeah for for the time and the sort of stuff that's popular right now mm-hmm. um, written in a very simon spurrier sort of intriguing way uh, so I would definitely keep reading this one. I just love, really love the art style. Ooh. Yeah. That last one, awesome. Yeah, little alien looking. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain what it what it looks like. It looks alien, and that's awesome. It's very unique alien it's still got look. Like, it's still got like humanoid, or maybe it's just like trying to show itself to, to look like them or something. Yeah. And the egg even still still little is... Little robot alien, tendrily. I, I mean... You just, it's, it's unique. And mm-hmm. I, I <clears throat> aliens can very often look similar from franchise to franchise to franchise with just very minute differences in the way they're drawn. Uh, this is definitely a newer sort of thing. And I There's wonder, that spiral. It's happening all over the place. Yeah. There's like a movie coming out that has, it's called Spiral. No, it's, it's based off of the Saw movies, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That the spiral, man. Yeah. The car, the absolute carnage thing. The spiral is it's a thing. It's it, it it's is creeping me out. It's, it is it's all over the place. <laughs> What's that called? Uh, when there's like a zeitgeist or something, right? No, the, the overall oh, the when, same like yeah, wavelength or something right. like that. Like how um technology, right? At some point, um, when photography was basically invented, invented the technology of t- photography was basically happened at the same time in two different parts of the world. Right. Yet one's more, one was more successful. Right. But it was an inedible thing. If this one didn't uh, succeed, this, this one, one was invented completely differently just based on education alone. And what we know, it just it's a, just became, you know, movies right. and stuff was a thing that was going to happen. Yeah. Just whether how and when and why and uh-huh. where. Yeah. And how it turned out. So like, our movie industry could be completely based out of India had uh-huh. that yeah. movie industry right. became popular uh-huh. first sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those dances at the end. Oh my gosh! I oh, I don't like to watch them. What's wrong with me? Something's wrong with me. But good book. Looks like it. Looks yeah. like fun. Charles. I had fun. I had fun reading mine. Mine's called uh, Atomic Age. Okay. It's released in the nineties, but it's a 30, 30th anniversary edition. And man, it was weird because I'm like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I just want to try this new thing. For me, it's new, you know, but it's 30 years old. Right. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I always forget the 90s was 30 years ago. 
<laughs> Such a weird thing to hear. Anyway, carry on. It's really it's really set up. Um, but I didn't like in the very beginning. It says, let's say it's 1957. This little uh, snippet, right? And it says, you're, and you're an alien slaver called Nimbus. I'm like, I don't know what that means. On the trail of runaway drones, mm, are you? And you track them to Earth. What do you find? Okay, interesting. <clears throat> and then the cover here, it's it's got a very um, very dated look to it. Uh, like the Jetsons. Yes. Yes, definitely. There's a drive-in movie, and people are screaming and pointing up. This whole scene does not happen <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting. And the first thing I noticed was this guy's weird hand. I don't know what that is, but it looks like it looks like he has two um, fingers, two very large fingers. Right, like turtle hands, uh -huh. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle hands. The um, three. You're an alien slaver. It kind of throws me off that they're both very humanoid. But you kind of learn later that that's... That's it's super interesting at the very very end. Um, um, Sputnik was just released, and there's all there's all this like worry about. There's, like, the, people are like in their little shelters watching TV, and they're just hanging out while the dad's sitting there like, no no no, Sputnik's like it's a bomb. They're gonna that's what they're doing. The Russians are trying to kill us with Sputnik. It's on its way out to us. Just be in the shelter and stuff, right? Um, and it shows Sputnik, and then it shows what's more important is this like ar arriving of something. Hmm. Right, and then it clips to, uh, this. Uh, there's an alarm going off. This entire time, so everybody's really annoyed. Um, there's a retired, not retired. It's a um, military base that basically um, politicians send their kids to go to because they don't want to go to war, right? And all the people oh. there are just on the very edge of retirement. Like they don't want they don't want their kids to be draft dodgers, but uh -huh. they right. don't want their but kids since to they're die. rich and stuff. Right. It goes. It, tell, it talks all about that, you know. And this guy's just trying to have a good day watching this kangaroo. Um, shit, because it's in the Pacific. He's like got two channels, and one of them's like kangaroo boxing, <laughs> and it won't work because of the thing that's going on right now, right? And the whole time the alarm's going off, you could just see it, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" I thought it was the um, uh, the airplane at first, but um, oh, this, yeah. And they're figuring it out. And the reason they call him Nimbus, his his name's Nimbus, because they just mentioned it's like, oh, he said the name of the movie. He's like, oh, it's some Nimbus <laughs> clouds, and then from then on, that was his name, Nimbus. Very interesting. Um, it's. Uh, I think that it's cop out his costume because just like a David Bowie lightning thing over his eye, mm. that's what the guy's power is, sort of. The he can his shoot. Power is da oh, okay. His power is David Bowie. <laughs> his power is David Bowie. <laughs> <Ch> changes. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, so everybody's like freaking out, and everybody's doing the wrong thing here for sure. Then it cuts right to the fight. Right there's the there's two creatures in the air. One is seemingly like effortlessly. Um, floating and, and moving and stuff. And the other one has like technology and... and it's uh, like steampunky. Yeah. Weapons, um, like a... Uh, what's it called? Uh, blunt objects, you know, that kind of thing, right? Stabby weapons as like well. Like a spear? Well, it's a spear, but I mean, I'm just trying to say <laughs> that it's, it's not like great technology versus like omnipotence or something like that. I, like the I appreciate the fact that he's almost completely naked. And, but he doesn't have any um, genitals. Well, oh, no, talking about the, this one right here? the guy in the yeah, the guy with the jetpack, like yeah. he has no pants on. Uh -huh. There are jets literally just screeching past his bare legs. Fire, just straight fire, singeing the hair, the leg hair as mm -hmm. it, no pants. Yeah, whenever you see uh, these kinds of um like uh, jetpacks, yeah. they're always gonna fuck you up. Like you see fire coming out, like the Rocketeer. Right. You remember that movie, The yeah, Rocketeer? Yeah. He's got a jetpack right there, and somehow his legs were not burned. Yeah. Completely off. It's completely ridiculous. And it would have been so powerful <laughs> that they would just melt it away. <laughs> I don't know why that's the thing that bothers me, is the fact that he has no pants on. <laughs> so, 
Um, I don't have any pants. I mean, that bothers me too. <laughs> there's a lot of like third third person narration, you know, like uh, somebody's somebody telling somebody else, the story. and it, yeah, it has nothing to do with. It's not like somebody's in the story, right? It's you know that's what it's called, right? Third party, the, third. the ambiguous narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the fight is happening, and they they send a jet to just observe, and he's basically talking about what's happening, right? This guy does not speak at all. Hmm. And that's kind of funny because what you learn later about this guy. Um, he shoots lightning, but then he looks at his hand, and if you notice, there's a little bit of um, transparency going on there, or something like that, some color fade. <clears throat> Originally, he's a completely black, like, hard to see, like, coal or something mm-hmm. like that, really, really dark. Hardly any light reflects off of him. These guys are just sitting at a bar, and they're talking about, you know, the, the thing that happens right beforehand, like, chicken little, something's gonna fall out of this guy, and after the fight, the guy just falls into the bar, like, and then the government gets a hold of the body, um, and then it cuts to this, you know, this side story, which is why I like this so much, is because it's really setting up uh, like a like a movie, okay, like a really long uh, um, series, right? This reporter, he's uh, he's um, you can uh, notice his skin color it seems a little bit dark. He's actually treated; they call him Spick. Um, I mean, yeah. it's a point, right? Like, yeah. Um, this white guy just starts yelling at him, and he's able to get through, and he's a pre- uh, reporter. He just jumps into the thing. He pretends to have an accent. I go, me, my family, up the road. Then someone say, these ha- hoppin. <laughs> he's just making up the stuff. He, so he gives him, they give him an accent here, so he's able to pretend he's the family of this guy. Uh... He jumps in the, in the hospital uh, car to go with, and he's like getting information about this, right? Which is just setting up the character of him and what he does. Has nothing to do with what just happened there with those bodies. Right. Nothing happened. And then he ends up, like, kind of disappointed. Like, oh, it's like a $10 story. I'm, I might as well just have my wife come pick me up. <clears throat> and she arrives, and you can see that this is so much fun. While she's talking, she says all this, just all this random, this crap, crap, crap. You can tell she's a housewife. I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, shut the hell up. And he's like, don't you ever shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's and good I, writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so... It just cuts right to this is weird. It cuts right to the other, um, the other scenario that's going on, and the uh, the I don't know Doctor Manhattan look, look character. He does look right? very much it's like very, that. Yeah. without a dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he shows up in the in the uh, in the um, the government facility, but they have the body. This guy's dead now. Okay, okay? No this established guy? in a second. You don't even know till like a, a minute later, right? Um, in and he's just like I don't know what he's doing. He's like he's basically finding out his powers, you know. He's just playing, or he maybe he doesn't realize he's gonna shoot, and he shoots lightning. Hmm. Oh no, no, no! He feels threatened. That's exactly what happened. He, oh, I, I don't know why he would know what that is, but uh, yeah. the gun, I mean, right? right. right. So he's clearly <laughs> not from Earth, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then this guy, though, the technology thing that it shoots like fire out, you know, in a perfect beam, which maybe uh, explains why he does. They don't burn their legs off. It, it, it's mentioned, right? Possibly. So he kills another dude, right? But then he, he shot so much lightning that his hands are starting to even get even more. So yeah. his power is depleting. That's interesting. You know? And he's just realizing this, and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. You can see his bones. They're the... Um, creepy. He runs away because he's like, I gotta figure things out. He ends up going to, like... Oh, they, they start to talk about his past, where he's, like, sort of remembering things in, like, a dream sort of state. Like, a he starts wandering off. They're like, what am I? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> And he starts to get these images in his head of his the origin of his home or whatever, right? Or his origin of his creation. Um, there's two sons, right? And there's this uh, structure that is sort of like created by 
the gravity of the equal suns? gravity in the middle between okay. the two suns, and it just happens to be like a DNA yeah. helix, which they just mentioned, whimsy of nature, you know. He goes to this, he goes to like a random place, right, where um, un, unre- not really inhabited by man at all, or discovered possibly, right, where there's, he's talking, they're talking about these creatures, these these birds, and the different, um, like, in this area, all these different types of birds are just sort of like, like an aviary. coming into, what? Like an aviary. An aviary? Yeah. What's that? Where there's a bunch of birds. No, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is <laughs> like, these undiscovered birds, right, that, um, that are so different, different, uh, ver- uh, was it a diverse collection of birds? Okay, right? sure. And some of them are just new, like, and this is the first of its kind. Hmm. And he ends up, like, shooting it. Oh. And then it's the first and last of its kind. That's terrible. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> he's like, oh, this looks interesting and nice, and he just shoots Kills it. Kills it. Like, what am I again? <laughs> like a child. <clears throat> yeah. Like a child trying to figure out what it's doing. Um, it starts to cut to, uh, like, it turns out that this, uh, this guy right here is the father of the journalist's wife mm, and in now car. he's starting to be involved in this and they're trying to like figure it out basically they're trying to cover it up immediately and I don't know if he knows what it is but he's just some scientist it didn't really get into it very much um, it's established a relationship they all get together and have dinner and they're kind of talking about it but they're not really talking about it it goes on like that for a while the guy started to do, um, do the whole journal you know uh, j- journalist uh, uh, journey sure <laughs> The JJ, right? Um, oh yeah, that second guy who wasn't dead. Sorry, sorry. The second guy that got shot with the lightning, he wasn't dead, but he's on his deathbed, basically. And they notice he doesn't have any mouth, right? The guy that's dying doesn't have a mouth. The guy that had the helmet on and the jetpack, he fell. The same guy, the other guy that was with him, kind of, you know, yeah, with the same technology. Ha- yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have. They don't have mouths. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. And he's just about to die, and it's sort of like um, his his uh his soul sort of kind of leaves and goes back to its origin or something like that and on its way gets gets uh to think about where it came from and stuff so the story is told of the um the creation of these 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 figures right Mm -hmm. yeah they're like slaves they're worker bees you know they're basically just genetically um put together to which would explain why they have no mouths Uh so they can communicate yeah Yeah. we'll we'll talk back communicate with each other yeah turns out they end up doing that um one thing of course and there's this um there's this mother cell that they were created from that they used to create the rest of them and it said like something about two you know like the whole adam and eve thing sure it goes on to show them how not dumb they are but like extremely efficient they are at um getting things done basically the entire technology and everything was uh, society was just put together because they had these worker bees and it worked out very well and they're so bad that <laughs> they're so good at what they do they don't realize it that you know like he accidentally hits his buddy over here and there's like blood on his tool mm. you know yeah I am terrible at des- describing <laughs> it <laughs> it's okay okay so um, then there's an uprising because why not right right slaves <laughs> these slaves yeah, they, yeah. Upri- uh, they take over the, the people who created them and everything falls apart. In comes the dark, uh, this, um, you almost Dr. Manhattan. Dark guy, and you felt <laughs> real weird about it, didn't you? Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> he's still sitting over here, but he's also reminiscing. He gets this, like, message in his head from his creators, and then he's told the story of he's there to just, dis- all the, all the, um, slaves have escaped, basically. And he's just, like, running around trying to kill them. Oh, like, he's the enforcer, turns yeah. out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was born just now. 
I think that they 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 know where some of the um, slaves have gotten to, and they just like putting uh, killers there, like hmm. making them manifesting them. Interesting. Okay. Then in his last thought, he realizes that he like um he uh, he uh, what do you call it? he um he feels it in himself like that he's right next to the mother cell, and then he just explains that the mother cell's Earth. Ah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Apex Comics Group. Never heard of them. So why should I pick up this book? Mm. Because there's more to it. I don't know. There's more than what you just told me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did fly through a bunch of pages as he was going through. There is a lot. This is a big book. Yeah, and the, the setup, I just think is so... Like, I wish they had made a movie out of this. Except for the whole Dr. Manhattan slash David <laughs> Bowie thing. Because it's yeah. such a cop out, a lightning over his eye. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Sounds like these creators. Not the creators of the comics, but the creators weren't very inventive. <laughs> That's why yeah. they made those slaves. The uh, art style is very 90s, trying to be golden age. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because the 90s had a very distinct art style. Um, Look at these weird like shapes and stuff. They were trying to make things so... So weird. Yeah, super. I mean, it is. It is definitely. They're trying real hard to throw back to that era of comics, and yet they still maintain. Like this guy's got a lot of muscles. Yeah. Which is very nineties. <laughs> like just an extreme amount of muscles everywhere. Interesting, Tony. What? Did you read anything? I read a bunch of things this past week. I'm yeah. catching up on a lot of comics, which is good because. I, I need to do that. I've been slacking Slacky. lately. Slacker. Read some while I was waiting for my giant party, which you guys are more than welcome to come up to. I mean, I listened to last week's episode, and I heard <laughs> you were just going to just come up next year anyways. Um, Which that, oh, I guess, sorry to tell you guys about that off the air. Uh, I did not win money up there. Yeah. I only lost twenty bucks, and I had That's a wild. That's a win. That's a win. I had an up and down all night uh, of winnings and losings. Uh, but anyways, yeah, caught up on some comic books, and I got some new ones uh, right now. Red Transformers, their Valentine's Day special. Oh, that's weird. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I think this was a good uh, like story issue. I have a hard time. Saying it's a Valentine's date, like it's almost like they just want to throw this one shot out there and let's throw Valentine's Day on there. Yeah, let's throw it out then. Was this, was this a love story between two Transformers? Well, there's two Transformers who were her in a relationship, but I felt like the story and there's a backup story too with Cosmos, who's the uh, flying saucer one, which was kind of cute and funny. It kind of. Sh- talked of like relationships and but i didn't feel it as much as some of the other comic uh the series had some moments that was even more like that is love this i just felt it was just whatever um it's it's hard to explain i didn't feel like it necessitated the valentine's day story (laughs) yeah you could have still gotten a little bit of romance but there wasn't romance it was two um cybertronians who just so happened like i said pair up and they're going to understand the different culture and what's funny is the person that's going to understand this other culture and try to learn their language and everything his name is glyph 
Mm. And it got me thinking, how many Transformers names are what they can do or what they transform into? All like, of them, right? Most of them. Yeah, isn't it in all of them sort of scenario? No, because, I mean, there's Wheeljack, there's Optimus Prime. <laughs> well, they're like, never good at rolling out new names, you know, or creative names. You're just like, hmm, this will, this will work. Yeah. I mean, I guess so, too, when the people are creating the names, Maybe they probably... Maybe it's just their Earth names. Maybe it's for kids. <laughs> Maybe we don't... We, I mean, we don't speak... Cybertronian, right? So maybe it, it's mm. just unpronounceable True. in English. So they just, what a cop! Are you trying to make up they, why it would work? They okay. just picked a. So one of the things. No, the truth they, they were just like, let's just do dishwasher. <laughs> I don't know. It washes dishes. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, Glyph is a female transformer, even though <clears throat> really RC is like one of the main ones that you could tell by looking at her because of the way her body was and everything that looked like transformer. This one's more of a blocky. Not even feminine, really, features that you would know. And where I'm saying is the past uh, series that they had that ended at IDW, because this is part of this new series now, they had touching moments. Uh, They explained how their innermost energon, like when you love someone, you'll mix that and so you have part of their energon in you. Oh, like mixing oil. What if they have different types of blood, like blood type? There's different kinds of oils, right? Oh, yeah, but... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think they go into that, and well, we don't need to go into that. I kind of want to know. <laughs> and within that series too, they kind of explain like how they're just were never molded. A lot of female transformers, just how it was with the toys. They've since changed that, and there's a lot more females showing up in the universe. That's cool and everything. There was reasons for it that they explained, which didn't really make sense just in a world. They were but they're non-gendered. Just, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you just assume that, so they all look kind of like right. stocky robots, and then you have one that looks more feminine, and then you kind of have more. And regardless, love is love, and it doesn't matter what you look like, especially for them who can transform. So there was pairings of male types that you could tell weren't in relationships because they don't aren't really in relationships they don't really like kiss or hold hands or, right. or do anything but when you have that close bond to people close bond reading <laughs> and and yeah. just reading these comics That's what the sex sounds like <laughs> I thought those stories could have been much better for a Valentine's Day special than this so it was good all around of what they did but yeah. didn't, didn't make you didn't make your heart light no glow this one didn't really make my heart glow either, but I really was looking forward to it and enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> Superman Heroes, number one. It's a one-shot. Uh, there's a couple different... I feel like there's a bunch of different stories within here. What are you doing? Are you trying to show us ah! your monitor? Well, I'm just showing you... <laughs> Is that my guy? Yeah. yeah. Plastic yeah. Man, you see how he, many times he, he shows up when... So, within like the f- second page... Superman has already out- outed himself, and he's now talking to the the other heroes and the Justice League. And it's one of those things where you have that page where there's many different panels of people like kind of talking of their thoughts mm-hmm. really quickly. It's like you know, Diana's like you know, this your choice. Um, you know, I'm happy to see that you're happy type thing. Batman, your parents' farm is completely off the grid. All they have to do is not touch anything. So how do I feel about that? What? Like, he's like saying they're cool. They're they're good. So they're gonna be safe. So you're, yeah, you're you're cool with outing yourself, I guess. Um, you know, one of the, I think it was Damien's like good luck, but Plastic Man, 
starts just inserting himself when other people are saying their their well wishes and everything, and he's like, seriously, uh, how how do you recognize me with without the glasses or whatever? Because joking with that, and then he goes on to say, um, did you know that most of the internet thinks I'm you? Not just because I keep throwing it out there in her fake candles. <laughs> And then he's gone anymore. Anyways, I really like that little bit of dialogue. I like then that there was randomly um, Booster Gold screaming on a mountain who Superman is. It's Clark Kent. And all of a sudden, Superman like runs there and she's like, everything okay? And he's like, no, I just kind of wanted to, to do that. <laughs> but of course, forgetting Superman can hear Here. his name. Yeah. So wondering why one of his friends would call him that. Do you think that like when they're standing there and there's this moment where they get this revealed and one of them's like pays the other one twenty bucks? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he just slides him a ten. You know what? I like, want to say that in the issue where he revealed it and they had like the splash page where it had everybody reacting. I do want to say that <laughs> that is something that occurred. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think you're right too, if I recall. Um, there was a. Uh, one story in particular, like I said, these felt like um, were a lot of short stories because they kind of jumped around and you could tell different artists did them, but they didn't really have titles as most of like and it most of the eighty issues that have those small little yeah, short little stories in there. Pieces, yeah. Um, yeah the, so the reason why I really liked uh, this story is because it was an old professor that he had when growing up, you know, young a teacher. Uh, Mr. McKay. Mm. So I'm like, right there, I'm sold. This person's related to me. Tony gets he really taught... excited when he hears his name and things. <laughs> I don't know why, but yes, I do. <laughs> but ultimately, what I loved was Superman, like, since people know who he is, he felt he needed to talk to this teacher to say, I want you to know now that you know who I am. I did not use my x-ray vision. Like, he goes through, like, I didn't cheat, I didn't do anything I did everything right, even when, and so he's saying, I could have used that for the answers, um, I could have super speed to get through assignments, but he did it at normal pace and sometimes like showed up late. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't using he his powers when... This Boy Scout. This is the reason why you hate Superman, though. This Boy yeah. Scout behavior. Yes. <laughs> but in the story context of this, I enjoy it. Okay. Mm. Like, I'm enjoying everything around his revealing, because it does make for an interesting story. If it's just a normal Superman of, I saved the day and didn't kill anyone and, you know, knowing it's half the battle. Well, yeah, I don't really necessarily like those like ones. Your and actually, <laughs> so like I said, I love this this small story with the teacher. And of course, teacher is like, you know what? You being Superman and what you stand for, whoever you were, like knowing that he's like, I have to believe you. Because anyone that would have cheated and everything wouldn't have grown up to be you, so... Of course, I believe you, you know, you're telling the truth and everything. Yeah. Uh, one of the last stories in here, and I can't really say anything with uh, without giving away, but it goes into then Superman villains one shot, so where we're going to see the villains' reactions. Reacting. And so, like I said, these are the two stories I've wanted to know most of it. Right. This, I could do with another issue or two, or I wish this was an 80-page with a few more random reactions from... <clears throat> Maybe some lesser-known people, because like most everyone knows who yeah, he is. That's why I would be way more interested in reading the villains one because there. I mean, some of the villains knew Superman was Clark Kent, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like Lex did. 
Um, I feel like most of the heroes knew that Superman was Clark Kent. So the reveal of their reactions to it is kind of like, oh. Are they revealing? Well, they weren't really reacting to it. They were just reacting to him actually outing out, himself. Yeah, outing himself. Yeah. Like, cool on you, man, or, you know. Whereas the villains will be like, oh my god. Yeah. How are we so stupid for so long? I got interviewed <laughs> by that guy before. Uh, so at the end, there is a, a big thing that kind of goes into the villains. And it's a choice that Superman has to make that's not one of those easy choices. And so that's where I'm like, this is the type of thing where you don't, even if you're the goody Boy Scout, you still honestly are going to have to make a choice. Either not release this thing, in which case you're doing bad, or you release it, but then that causes a lot of other bad. Moral dilemmas is... Sophie's choice. Yes. Superman's choice. (laughs) So all in all, this was a, like I said, pick it up. I didn't even... um, about half of it just because there's good things hanging out with Jimmy Olsen and Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen yeah (laughs) so fun uh, what I didn't get to say to also correct from last week earlier before you got into your reviews is lock and key Mm -hmm. did you finish it now yeah did you finish it then no oh he had he had been oh yeah you're wanting to read the books yeah as we always say, the books are better. Sure. <laughs> it's easy. I'm I'm still going to give it a B plus. Yeah. I think that it was an okay show. But going back to what I said earlier, certain things need to be rated R. This should have been rated R. This should did have been, you, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a modern well, horror, that's, right? Did you, feel, did you feel like what I felt, which is mostly you were watching a kid's show, and then every once in a while it would get really it was violent? It a WB. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it would just get really violent for like a scene, and then it would go back to like this kids show, and not kids like it's on Nick Junior, but like a geared towards a younger age sh- sort of show. And for me, I wish they would have still kept the Lovecraftian names of things in there, because I feel like they kind of dumbed it down. But maybe they're doing that because they want people, they want to have a wider audience. So if it was just a horror. Right. Yeah, I see that then people would be like, I'm turned off by that. But the mystery of the books and everything and what happens in there, it just felt so real in a... Like a Sabrina. Like, I feel Sabrina uh, in, the, in the stuff the that they one? had. That's PG-13. That's not R. But they did a lot more scary, yeah. creepy stuff in that mm-hmm. show that they should have done in this one. I think they played it a little too safe. Yeah. So it's still good. And there are some... How is this a correction? Minor <laughs> surprises. Sounds like you agree with me. <laughs> well, no, because you've said that it was okay. Yeah, I guess I kind of am saying, <laughs> saying kind of the same. You, you just outed yourself. Yeah, yeah, you gave it a B+. Clark! Plus. That's okay. <laughs> I just wish it would have been... Better. Like, yes. Yeah. I understand. Did you get the, the twist at the end? Did you see that coming? Yeah, oh yeah. When it happened, I was like... I when it was happening... I was like, oh, that's not, yeah. Yeah. Like, I figured that out. I, there was, it was maybe. Well, in the, in the boy, though, did you know that? Oh, I, I no, I actually did not know See, that. See, so for, yeah. there's a different named person in the books, and some things worked a little bit differently, but I knew right away when that person showed up, I'm like, oh, new person, mm. <laughs> I'm thinking, and then. New person, who it is? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, I'm assuming most people that haven't read the books were like, holy shit. Yeah. It was, to me, it was more like a, oh, sort well, of moment. It was an elaborate, yeah. Cause it was an elaborate setup. And just the way, like I said, they're going, uh, I love kind of some of the visual usages for the keys, the head key in particular, different than what they visualized on a comic book because they couldn't show right. giant malls and everything, but that's a cooler visual representation there than just looking in someone's head and like grabbing a couple things that the artist could draw. Right. Um, I'm real glad the daughter, I can't remember her name, uh, I thought that I... There was, like, halfway through the series, I was like, this character is terrible. I fucking just mm. want to punch this bitch mm. in the face constantly. And I, I guess that it was supposed to be the character yeah. at the time. I, well, but it almost made me stop watching the show. <laughs> I had the same reaction. Because in the comics, um, she she does have... Well, she's more sad and everything, and she takes out her sadness. Which, in the comics, represented small, little, like, gremlin-type uh like size things smaller mm-hmm. that she put in jars where this one is a full on duplicate um, of her yeah, yeah that terrorized later which was cool and different uh, but yeah there was a part where I'm like this girl's acting sucks then you realize oh that was part of yeah. how she should have been yeah kind of playing Jane and then she was just she was uh, I just couldn't okay. like I understand having to write a character so that they're unlikable because that's what you're trying to portray but I don't want it makes me not want to watch something did you guys ever see the movie funny games mm-hmm. there there were there were two funny games right there's the american version and there's the um yes well, european or something yes. i don't know where it's from so the american version i actually haven't ever watched the original version but this is the perfect example of this there's this i mean all the the character the main character the bad guy is terrible in this movie Right, and then you get to a point where you're feeling like you're being redeemed, like something bad is going to happen to him, and they stop the fucking movie, and he rewinds the movie and replays it so it works in his favor. And I have never been so pissed off at a movie in my entire life. I just shut it. I shut it down. I was like, I'm not finishing this, mm-hmm. which means it was probably a good movie because I had that reaction, right? Mm-hmm. But still, fuck you. <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt about this. But this he, yeah, he character literally like, rewinds yeah. the movie after something amazing would happen. Yes, you're like, you're you're like ah! and, and then he rewinds it, and you're like, oh god. Because <gasps> the whole time, and you get this like super stress relief for a minute because the whole movie's this just this stressful uh, uh, situation yeah. that the people are putting them in, right? Yeah. And then you get this like stress, like man, mm-hmm. we're released from that, and then immediately, and then, bam, yeah, it's worse, like right on your chest. That's how I felt about this girl. <laughs> Long story short, super irritating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know this isn't really comic books related, but Uh-oh. after hearing it, I was like, eh, it's worth kind of a mention. Do you ever play that HQ's uh, trivia game that was a mobile app? Is that the one where you can win money? Yeah. I think I've played it once. I've played it a couple times, and then it's about it. Well, they officially closed shop uh, on Friday. <laughs> uh, it's... Not necessarily for the concept of what it was, but kind of some mismanagement mm. and everything. Because they raised like $15 million, uh capital in like two two or three years ago when they started. So they had money just to kind of be given away. Uh, but, you know, all things end. And 
what they did since when that thing goes live randomly you you get a notification in the app of oh it's going to be starting soon you see ads and then you play the game they gave the live streaming software to uh some of their employees that were getting fired the day before and they went on and just started kind of going on tirades of like you know we're gonna ask you 34 questions and give you two cents and you're gonna fucking love it and stuff and they were just going off on on this whole thing and i think that is great that the company is like we're going under we're, we're Go gone out there and be dicks yeah go out there, <laughs> have fun with this live stream to millions of people mm. um so yeah, yeah there's that uh so we got to see we got the first look at the new batman costume this week oh it was too dark to it see. was very dark it was very much a tease but like it, I found a picture tease. of someone who does like some digital brush and everything like that cleared it up a lot more yeah. where you could see more detail. I was glad for that and I knew someone was gonna do that eventually. Uh the Batman symbol looks different. It looks the to me the costume looks more cobbled together than what his normal costumes. Like it's very you know what they're doing? it looks like armor. They're putting feelers out there. They're like, Sonic, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were like, nah, go back. Get back in that room and fix it. <laughs> uh we didn't get to see the ears of the cowl. Um, I don't know why they feel like they want to hide that. Is that the big thing? Short short or long? Is that what everyone's Waiting to see whether it's short or long. I think they oh, should always they be short. Decided. The going to give yeah. sonic teeth. You going to make long, a smile in the video. The long or not? ones were a uh, artistic choice that I don't think should ever be thought as canon. Yeah, they're ridiculous. They can't be aerodynamic, right? No. Well, I mean, and are they supposed to be soft or hard tip? Because you could like impale someone right. with those things. It could be a choice. There's fears. <laughs> Um, we also got a teaser for Stranger Things 4, in which they just decided... Russia, Russia with love? Not to hold that until the show starts to let you know what happened at the end of that. It was very much a, we were teasing you at the end, is he, isn't he? Guess what he is? We're not even going to wait for the show to start to tell you. We don't want to build it up anymore. <laughs> well, He's alive. Yeah, like... Okay. I mean, well, most they're just people, giving away that stuff. Most people thought good. Hopper was going to be alive anyway, yeah. so... I, I think we all assumed he was the dude in mm-hmm. the cell at, in Russia. I just thought it was an interesting choice for them to just be like, here you go. <laughs> I'm curious, though, like, how he teleported there, and yeah. do they have a rift opening, and are we going to have the kids all of a sudden do a field trip day to Russia? Like... Because, I mean, when you think about it, how like how are they going to have the two storyline plots? You had the Russians kind of invading mm-hmm. uh, the town this past time <clears throat> and with them being split up. Yeah. I can't... Do you know when that's supposed to come back? Uh, no, I don't. Um, it traditionally used to be every October, but then last year... It did in the it summer. It was the summer. So I'm. I actually didn't. I don't think it posted a release date on that teaser. I'm yeah, gonna, I didn't see one either. So it's like. I'm gonna yeah. Google it. Just just to see. Just to yeah. See. see if it tells us release date. Oh, it just says you can likely expect it sometime in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking shit, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So something that I just find ridiculous, uh, there was at one point some tax guidelines from the IRS on their website about people who played Fortnite in their in-game currency they had to report on their taxes. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, okay, you've, you've hooked me, I'm intrigued, why the fuck are, does that matter? And then that would open up a whole bunch of other shit for other giant, uh, massive, you know, playing games with has inline currency and everything. I think partly they would want to do that, but you can't accurately. Can you, can you cash out and turn that money into real money? No, but I think probably because of how much transactions are going on, maybe there's some sort of money laundering through Fortnite. I don't know. Unless you can cash out. Or actually make... So there used to be this... And I don't know if it's... I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it was like an online... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so distracting. <laughs> it was like an online... <laughs> online, like, reality. Kind of like um, uh, Ready Player One, right? Where people would mm. go online and they would... And people would have jobs and, like, make money and stuff. I can't remember the name of the fucking game. I wouldn't even call it a game because I don't think that it was, like, gameplay. Um... But people would make money off of that. That should be taxed because you're literally getting income. Well, it's income, yeah. But like in-game money, if you're only earning it and then spending it in this game, that's not well, real part, money. Well, partly where this issue came up with the IRS is because of their definition of virtual currency, which doing PayPal and everything, that's real currency or Bitcoin, which is a little more sketchier, but when you cash out, you're supposed to report that right. shit. Yep. Um, that they felt that video games fit that that definition. That a... But they've they've like I said, they've corrected it and taken it down Thank since goodness. then. That's a stretch. But I just thought it was interesting to That was somebody at the IRS who has no idea about video games whatsoever. Hearing that you can earn money in the game and thinking, <laughs> Oh, we gotta cash in on this shit. We're missing a whole stream of income here. It's bullshit. You guys got any other news that happened throughout the week? Yes, I do. Uh, so, Kevin Smith, as we all know, mm-hmm. He-Man. Love, is doing He-Man. Yeah. And they announced the casting for the uh-huh. voice actors what do you know? this week. It is, it is. One of the best voice actors... Like of all time. Yeah, right? I really feel like a really good is. A really good fit for this, but man, you can't keep on putting... Mark Hamill in this spot. Like, let's put him in here. Let's put him in here, you know? I, him as Skeletor, to me, just makes sense. Yeah, sure. But, you, I mean, like, <laughs> if you... Okay, let's say we had... Uh, Mark Hamill's the voice of all the, the villains we want him to be. Yeah. They'd be like... There'd be no diverse... That's uh, true. ...voices. That's true. Uh, putting out everybody. Putting everybody out of a job. Just, he does such a good job yeah, being that, true. like, screechy voiced villain. Which is what Skeletor is. I would be really upset if they cast somebody as Skeletor and he had like a really deep, menacing voice. I'd be like, that's like, not that's not Skeletor. Half of the villainy of Skeletor is like you I'm, just don't I mean, want to listen if, to him. What if you had James Earl <laughs> Jones' voice as Skeletor? What would that you think would be about disturbing. that? Would it? Yes, Skeletor is supposed to be super annoying to listen to, in my opinion. And I oh, that's because you, you would know, love to right? listen to James Earl Jones mm-hmm. talk for hours on end. Well, if it's a reboot, then why isn't it? Well, wouldn't it be something different, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm happy with this, though. Uh, we got Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. She played Cersei as Evelyn. Uh, Chris Wood. I don't know who Chris Wood is. Do you mm, know who Chris, Chris Wood. Wood is? He's going to be 
Prince Adam slash He-Man. Really? Sarah Michelle Gellar is going to be Tila. Liam Cunningham is Man at Arms. Stephen Root. Yeah, Chris Wood is nobody. Is Cringer, which is an interesting choice. <laughs> and Willem Dafoe is Skeletor. <laughs> and there's, I mean, it's got Diedrich Bader, Henry Rollins, and then, of course, Kevin Smith reaches in into his own back pocket and gives jobs to his daughter and Jason Mewes. Uh, Justin Long also has a voice in this. And this is a cartoon, though. Yeah. Right? So yeah, this, these are all the voice actors. How, how cartoon is this? Is this like... Is this like Pixar looking cartoonish? I, mean, I don't that, think they really, really cartoon, but they haven't but, released any of here's, the art. Here's the thing that uh, even though I know you're talking about them being the voice actors for these cartoons, I was immediately picturing these people though in the getup, mm. and I could see Mark Hamill with some prosthetics yeah. being Skeletor, uh, Evil Lynn. Oh, uh, I mean, shoot, Cersei. Like, she's Cersei, yeah. yeah, yeah, with magic now, right. <laughs> Yeah. And then I looked at who Chris Wood was, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's not really super, or not Superman, He-Man. But. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is he Prince Adam, though? Is he the pre-He-Man? I mean, or he didn't he... really get, like, all of a sudden Hulk muscular. He just was always, he just had a shirt on when he was Prince Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of glasses. I think Steven Root as Cringer is interesting. Because uh, he does not have a, a voice that I would think would be very cringer sounding, but whatever. I, I, I I'm excited. I love Kevin Smith. So you ever think of how chauvinistic that name is? Cringer? No, He Man. He Man. <laughs> how is it chauvinistic? Isn't that or maybe massage? Uh, no, yeah, being more. Am I using the right word? Probably not. I don't know. I I guess I don't know what you mean. Well, like, he's a he-man, right? I yeah. guess it's it's superlative. <laughs> I find it kind of dumb, self-descriptive. It's like saying wait, wait. pizza pie, right? Who, who man? <laughs> Is he who man? <laughs> or not? He's not a woman. He's a he-man. <laughs> and then we have she-ra. she-ra. <laughs> yeah, but she's not she-man. She, 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 it's, she a dishwasher. Woman. it's like dishwasher again. Battle cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they what start does he looking do? at things He's a cat and being like that battles. <laughs> so simple and to the point, right? It's for kids. You got to make it really like stand outish, right? Yeah, yeah. The Red Ranger. Uh, it's not like anything else. Like that's some character name, like you know, Jason. You know, no, but like it's the Red Ranger. And then they're just their costume yeah. is red, mm-hmm. and that's just what their character is. Is the I'm making fun of it, you know, but. Zed, the end, you know, oh, Omega, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's a follow-up to Dark Knight's Metal coming out called Dark Knight's Death Metal. <laughs> oh my God! Which has me very excited. Like they're just going all in on the metal on this one. Uh, it's going to be done by Scott Snyder, and um. I'm not sure what the storyline is going to be or how this is going to follow up because that seemed like a final storyline, except then we were left with the Batman who laughs, who is a great new character. Um, but it, I did read that they are literally going all in on the metal and there's going to be a lot of references to the actual metal scene, uh, which will be weird and interesting, I think. But I'm I'm all in. Someone's okay. going to be put in an Iron Maiden. Anthrax is going to be thrown in someone's face. <laughs> 
trying to think. It looks like it looks like Wonder Woman in this death metal thing is a uh, she has like a fishing pole with has the um the the her whip her a rope of truth or whatever. Her lasso. Yeah, lasso. It looks like she like can another, like oh she can catch people with this like fishing. <laughs> Real woman. Yeah, slash slash um sword or something. Death Metal's Looking, main it, character is Wonder Woman, Queen of Hell. Ooh. That sounds amazing. Sounds metal. Super metal. Super metal. Metal, metal, metal. Um, and finally, uh, I, it's funny because I was literally just talking to somebody about this the other day. How there has, maybe it was us. How there hasn't been a Silent Hill movie or game in a while. Well, there's a new Silent Hill movie coming out. With a game attached? Two games in production. Additionally, I don't know if you guys ever played this game, but there was a game that came out in the early 2000s called Fatal Frame. Sounds familiar. Fatal you, Frame? Fatal Frame. Is, yeah, the camera? Yeah, you would take camera, and that's how you would see like the ghosts and stuff, and it was super creepy. I remember this whole part being in a school, and you would hear... It was one of the first games that was in surround sound. So you would hear like running behind you, and like laughter of children coming behind you, and stuff like that. Super creepy, and then you'd have to try and take these pictures, and things would jump out at you. Survival video horror. So, you know, 20 years later, they're finally making a movie based on this video game that oh nobody is ever going to remember. <laughs> but my hopes are that we get a new Fatal Frame game. Because I fucking played the shit out of that game. And the second game was not as good. Huh. Uh, it was very disappointing. So, Wasn't it called, like, Black and White Fatal Frame 2? I thought it was, like... En- Enter the, the Lost Village Fatal Frame 2? I don't know. I don't know. It just says Part 1. Never mind. Forget it. The Fatal Frame 2, I feel like, was, like, the... Butterfly something. Oh yeah, that that might be what I'm thinking of. But so that was very exciting news. Crimson on the, butterfly. Yes. There it be. Yes. Uh, so very very exciting news on the video game front. In my opinion, I don't know. I mean, the first Silent Hill movie was a fucking bomb. So I don't know why they're doing choosing to do another one. But. Um, that it for you. That's all I got. Alright. Well then, Booze in the Book this week is going to be Batman, Pennyworth, uh, R.I.P., the one shot. Um, You guys should know by now that uh, Alfred is dead. Bane snapped his neck and... It's more like I'll be right back. (laughs) That's what... Many people are still speculating he's not really dead dead, but then... They're trying to say, no, he's really dead, so he'll probably come back somehow, but... Said, like, Wolverine was dead? Yeah. Yeah. But, for the time being, he is really dead dead right now. So this was pretty much a a contained issue of, you know, mainly Bruce, but some of the other Bat family dealing with the loss of it. There was, you know, the funeral, and some, like, Damien, like, Again, small little stories of other people. Like, he's just going out and, like, taking his frustration out on, you know, muggers and other people and everything. And, yeah. It was... It was... Sad. Sadder one, yeah. Um, but it, I am... It's going to be a terrible pairing. But I pretty much died last night. And I think my death was due to, once again, drinking some Fireball. Mm. So... Ah. I'm going to pair this book with Fireball, just from my own personal experience. Batman's world is going down in flames after the death of his beloved what's butler the, um, and friend. What's the drink, um, the Razagul uh, pit thing? The Lazarus the pit. The Lazarus pit. Is that like a, 
Is oh, there there's actually we a drink that. Yeah, we've yeah. done that. Yeah. I'm thinking Lazarus Pit drink. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back. I'm telling you. Start with the fireball. It's actually going to be a Lazarus yeah. Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, that's all I got. Do you have anything else that you wanted to um, bring up? Yeah. Usually we don't like to talk about shitty things on this podcast. We try to keep it real light. Oh, here it comes. Yeah. But this week, um, some information has come out about a man that we all considered our friend. And I would say that hopefully in time, and some great introspective on his part, that maybe we could be friends again. But there's been some disturbing news coming out about Dirk Manning and his behavior involving many women in the comics book scene. And Dirk's been a part of this podcast for longer than I have. And while it's super hard for us to wrap our heads around what's going on with him and why he chose to do what he had done and the way he reacted to his outing. Uh, I think that's important for us as a podcast to acknowledge that what he did was super terrible and you can't treat people like they're things and which is basically what has been going on. So I think I speak for all of us as a podcast when I say we are definitely not Team Dirk on this one, and uh, someone who has been an important part of our lives for a while just can't be a part of our lives anymore until, I don't even know, I don't even know what he could do to fix things at this point, but I think it's important that we all stand behind the women who have been coming out and telling their stories involving him and we listen to them and understand that it's their story and if they feel wronged then they were so all of the people online who are protecting Dirk and all of the people online who have said that what was done is minimal it's completely ridiculous and we do not stand by those statements, we are definitely behind the women, and it's sad to say bye to Dirk, but I think we have to. So, that's all I wanted to say about that. It's been a rough week, and uh, I hope everyone can recover and move on thoughtfully from this. That's all I got to say about that. Alright, well, with that... Let's say stay thirsty for more fun in the hopefully soon sun with spring coming on down with Drunk on Comics. And bye, Felicia. <laughs>